This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio. You know, we talk all the time about the economy, how we can make money. One of the most important issues for the future of our economy and future of our nation's finances and our economic competitiveness is to make sure that we have the best educated children who can turn into competent and smart and productive adults to to create the industries of the next generation. So as most of you know, what's happening in our inner city schools throughout the country is a travesty. It's child abuse. The kids are not learning anything. Uh, half of the kids cannot read or write at rate, grade level proficiency. We need new approaches. And so most of you know that I am an enormous advocate of giving parents and children as many choices as they can get, whether it's a charter school or a Catholic school or a Jewish school or a science school or a Montessori school, whatever works best for our children. Of course, the teachers unions are fighting ferociously against this because they believe the schools are for them, not for the children. And so uh, I wanted to get an update uh, from one of the world's experts on school choice and charter schools from uh, my friend uh, Ed Puzwalski, who is a um, in the state of Florida, he is on the board of uh, regents in Florida, and he is represents charter schools in that state. No state in the country has done more to advance school choice than than Florida. We need the Florida model all over the country. Ed, thanks so much for joining this afternoon. Steve, thanks for having me. So, um, tell us what's going. I mean. For those of us who don't live in Florida, we don't really fully appreciate what you have done under uh, Governor Jeb Bush and then under Governor Rick Scott. And now, of course, the great Ron DeSantis. You've had three really great uh, governors who have been, um, you know, huge advocates of school choice. How is that working in Florida? You know, it's working because we've trusted parents to make the right, right. decision for their children, Steve. And ultimately, it's a shift in thinking that, you know, government or bureaucrats, whether it's in the school board or whether it's the teachers unions or whether it's some bureaucrat in some no-name agency uh, deciding what's best for our kids, we shifted from that uh, to empowering parents to make the decision. And so what that's yielded is an explosion of alternatives for parents whether that's the uh, uh, robust charter school system across the state of Florida that essentially beats uh, its traditional counterparts in some 88 of 110 uh, areas, according to the Florida Department of Education. It particularly closes achievement achievement gaps uh, in a a far greater way. Uh, than their traditional counterparts. So, Ed, Ed can, can I can I interrupt you for dealt. one second? Sure, can you explain? Sure. Can you explain? Because uh, a lot of our listeners may not exactly understand what a charter school is and how it works. Because I've seen some of this data you're talking about about how how well these charter schools are doing in terms of preparing our kids and you know really fantastic test scores and and uh, high graduation rates. But what what is a charter school and how is it different from a traditional public school? 
Well, first and foremost, a charter school is a public school. So for your listeners, it is still a public school. And in Florida, as well as in other states, it has to live up to the accountability features, have certified teachers, have safety uh, concerns, the same as traditional public schools. All of those academic uh, standards that are laid out for public schools, traditional public schools, but these are not government-run schools, Steve. These are privately run through a charter contract with wow. a group of private uh, uh, a private board that will run the school and wow. essentially achieve and hire teachers and run the school and have full academics, uh, full AP, full um, uh, there are many charter schools that are Cambridge uh, affiliated uh, wow. that uh, graduate uh, graduate high school students and they go to the best schools in the country. Uh, but more importantly, it's generally a, a, a public school that is run by a private uh, private group. So, and I hear a lot of criticism of of, uh, of uh, charter schools, especially from the you know the education establishment uh, that. These are, quote, just for rich people. Is that true? No. In fact, in Florida, 67% of the students served in charter schools are minority. And, and, and Steve, it makes sense. Think about it. If you're a, a, a black mom who's living in Tampa, Florida, and the school that you're zoned to, your traditional public school, is failing, uh, is not producing, is not achieving the student achievement levels that you want, and your student and your child is best suited for another school. What options do you have if you're a low income, single family, you know, single parent family? Um, what options do you have? Do you have any options to go to a private school? The answer is you do now in Florida because of wow. the robust scholarship scenario where you get seven thousand dollars and you go to any private school that will accept that voucher. Wow. But you also have the options of charter schools as well. So you have many choices. So the economic status of the family is not something that prohibits them from having educational options that best suit their child. So I I, um, most of our uh, listening audience is in the Northeast at New Jersey and Connecticut, New York, and those states have not gone nearly as far with charter schools as Florida has. And I was told by Governor DeSantis, I saw him a week or two ago, that now in Florida, basically every child, and correct me if I'm wrong about this, Ed, I'm talking about to Ed Puzwali, who's one of the great experts on charter schools in Florida and around the country. But he was, uh, the governor was saying that in Florida now, virtually every child now has choice about where they can send their kids to school. Every child does. And, but the focus really is, Steve, look, you know, for, for those who are more fortunate, they always had options. They can send their kids to right, private school. Right, they can send their right. kids to parochial school. They can right. send their kids to a magnet school. But those who were were not as fortunate financially were stuck and 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 basically limited to the zone traditional school that they had. What charter schools have done in Florida is is a couple things. One is it provided competition. And you and I yes. both know that the tonic yes. of competition not only raised by, by charter schools doing a better job, it forced some of the traditional uh, government-run schools to do a better job as well. So hold on. And, stop, Ed, 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 stop right there because that is such yeah. an important point. And I want to make sure my listeners are – 
paying attention to what you're saying because, you know, what, and I do, as you know, I'm a big advocate of what you're doing there in sure. Florida. And I want that to be the model in New York and every state around the country where parents really have choices. And I always hear, Oh, well, what about the kids that are going to be left behind in the public schools? But if I hear you correctly, you're saying, Ed, that when parents have choices, the kids that stay in the public schools are getting uh, a better education as well because that competition forces the public schools to do better. Steve, I'll give you an example. In Coral yeah. Springs, Florida, which is in West, West Broward County, uh, right outside of Fort Lauderdale, the city held, uh, went and applied for a charter, the city commission. It holds the charter, and it hired a private manager, a company called CSUSA, Charter School USA. Yeah. And they, they, have, they converted an old mall into a sixth grade, six twelve charter school. Yeah. And, and here's what happened. That charter school became the highest performing school in the county uh, of wow. Broward County. And but what ended up happening is the school board, because it was losing so many students to that school, <laughs> right. ended up putting more resources and more wow. focus in on the schools around it. So the traditional public schools around it also got uh, got better. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. And so uh, <laughs> what about the teachers? Uh, are you able to attract good teachers to charter schools? Well, I mean, charter schools receive in Florida about, I want to say about 60 cents on the dollar of funding. But uh, because of the efficiencies that only the private market can bring, that we're able to compete for teachers on salary. Now, generally speaking, charter school teachers are not union, which clearly upsets the teachers unions. But many, many, many teachers have had it with being a member of the union because yeah. the, essentially yep. the union puts adult interests ahead yep. of students' interests. Yeah. I hear that all the time, by the way, Ed, um, from teachers around the country, that they want flexibility. They want to be able to teach the kids and not have the hammer over their head of the union. Now, uh, how many kids in Florida are in charter schools today? Roughly. Uh, it's, it's about, it's just, it's now approaching half a million. Um, half uh, a million. Students. Half a million, a half a million another, kids. Wow. Another another couple hundred thousand that, that as of last year took advantage of the of the tax scholarship plan, which is the voucher plan. Right. And, right. and that is likely to increase on both counts this year. So, Ed, uh, would you recommend this model for other states? Do you think it could work in New York? Could it work in New Jersey? Could it work in Michigan? If there is a political will to really make the difference, Steve, it's been 70 years, nearly 70 years since Brown versus the Board of Education. Yep. And, you know, that milestone Supreme Court case that said separate but equal in education facilities is no longer allowed in this country. We are still behind the eight ball in many parts of this country because minority students and, and, and particularly black families do not have an opportunity to yes. make choices or what that's best for their child. 
So last question then, Ed, I really appreciate your taking the time on a Saturday afternoon to educate us on this. This is so important, folks, for our country and the future, uh, and whether America will continue to be the superpower that we have, that we're, we're providing the best possible education for every child. I, the one other complaint, and I've only got a minute left, is people say, oh, this is just a way to resegregate the schools, not to integrate, but to resegregate. But I've heard that a lot of the charter schools are more integrated than some of the traditional public schools. Well, I, I don't want to, I would say it this way. The statistics don't lie because a, a, a child is identified by purpose because of, of federal standards as, by race or, or economic uh, status, right? Because of free and reduced lunch and some of those benefits that yeah. flow to those kind of students. But here's the thing. Charters have a greater number of minorities in them across wow. the board. We've seen it in Florida and we've seen it in other states. Because parents, regardless of of race or ethnic origin or anything, are always going to make the best decision if they're provided the right choices. Amazing. Well, Ed, congratulations on what you've done. I know you played such a big part of that in helping, you know, the education opportunities for literally hundreds of thousands of kids. So I'm saluting you, sir, for what you've done. Could you come on in maybe another month or two and, and give us an update about how that's going in Florida? Always happy to talk to you, Steve. Okay, and that's Ed uh, Puzwali, who is one of the world's experts on charters. Uh, thanks so much. I think we have time, Mr. Producer, for two calls if we can slip them in on our More Money hotline. Do we have any callers? Yeah, let's go to Tony from Clifton, New Jersey. Tony, we got one minute for you. What do you got very quickly? Stay away from Bidenomics, guys. As government expands, your liberty decreases, yeah. and you'll get less for your money. That administration <laughs> is all for global trade deals. Vote for President Trump. No global there, trade deals. There you <laughs> go. Okay, Tony, great Love call. You, As always, do we have any more callers that we could slip in before our break? Well, let's go to Andrew and Stanhope. Andrew, we've got a minute and a half left. Thank you for calling. Sorry to keep you on the line waiting. What do you got for us? How do you like Bidenomics? Terrible, and they lied. They said when Biden took office. Gas prices were nationally at five dollars an hour. Five dollars. You know what? Uh, we, we're not hearing you very well. We don't have a good connection. I'm going to have to ask you to call back next week. Do we have time for one more quick caller, Mr. Producer? Yeah, let's go to Rocco in New York. Okay, last caller. Hello, it's great. It's great to join you. Absolutely, I'll be as quick as I. I'm bullish on the market, the tech, AI, AI, of course, and but the two issues you address, not enough time to address them, that the looters, it's Saturday Night Live, except not with John Travolta. They're going crazy enough. That nonsense got to stop. Biden is destroying <laughs> okay. the country. He's addressing his own problems, not the country's problems. There you go. You know, folks, I am so disgusted by what is going on with respect to uh, what they're doing to Donald Trump, whether you like the president or not. This using our Justice Department to go after political enemies is what banana Republicans do. Republics do. We cannot allow this to continue. We have to keep our country uh, safe and secure and economically healthy by using a free enterprise system. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. This is the More Money Show. I'll talk to you same time next week. <laughs>